Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Welcome to Faith in the Zone, a show about sports and faith, how the two come together and lives being touched. Right now, discover how people in sports walk in faith with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, again, flying solo this week. I know you're so tired of hearing me say that. Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church, We'll be back in studio, I believe, next week, and looking forward to having him back in. You know, a couple of weeks ago, we had Dr. Ed Gomes on from Liberty University. Third time he's been on this show. And when we got done, I said, you know, Dr. Ed, the, it, we can, I have all the all the sponsors I need for this show. What, where I struggle sometimes is to find guests that are willing to give us the time it takes to do a show like this. And he said, hey, I, I've got a couple for you. I said, you do? He said, yeah. He said, our softball coach here is Dot Richardson. Her and her husband, are, are they are unbelievable. And I go, oh, I would love that. Huge Dot Richardson fan. Look, I can tell you this. Anytime that you get a chance to talk to somebody that – when you say who's the, who's the greatest softball player in the history of the country, and she's in that conversation – She's in that conversation. I could name, you know, four or five others, you know, Lisa Fernandez, a couple others that would, Jenny Finch, people that would go, oh, yeah, yeah. But she's in that conversation. Definitely want to talk with her. We're going to start with Bob Pinto, who is married to Dot Richardson. And the more work I do and the more stuff I looked into, man, this guy, I, the, he's really impressive. He has been coaching a really, really long time. Hey, Bob, thank you so much for a few minutes of your time. How are you? I'm great, Mike. Thanks for having us. Hey, can I, Bob? I want to start with this. Back when you were co, you were an assistant coach at Greenwich High School in Greenwich, Connecticut. <laughs> if I told wow. you, if I told you week two of of that, 
that, you know, 20 years, 30 years, whatever it's been, you're going, this is where you're going to be. And this is the, all the things you would have done in the game of softball. What would you have said to me? Uh, <laughs> well, that's a, that's kind of a interesting question because I was involved. I've been involved in softball since 1982. Okay. I started in a, I started in a, um, like a local town. Um, I don't know if you, remember Miss Softball America, but that's where I started. A girlfriend of mine, her team needed a coach, so I started in 1982. And we moved on to travel ball way back in the 80s before all of this travel ball craze started. Um, And then um, that's where I met Dot in the 80s. So Greenwich High School was in the late 90s, so I had already had uh, a lot of coaching experience to establish myself. So if but, I hey hey Bob if I, I came if if I came ahead, to you in nineteen eighty two and said, Hey Bob, in twenty twenty two you and I are gonna be talking on a faith based show and talking about thirty years of working in the game of softball, what would you have said to me? I would have said you're probably probably you're crazy because back then <laughs> I wasn't um I mean I grew up Catholic, but I definitely was not following Jesus. <laughs> well I would have said no, I don't think so. You, hey, you and me both, by the way, back then. You know, I uh, went to went yeah. to Catholic grade school, Catholic high school, got married in a Catholic church. And, you know, Bob, we had a guy on this show uh, say to me, I knew when I was going to a Catholic school, I knew Jesus Christ. I knew him the same way I knew Abraham Lincoln, right? I knew all the right. stories. I knew all the stories, but I had no relationship with him. Hey, uh, you know, Bob, doing the research that I did on on you guys, and we will get to Dot here in a minute, I just want to thank you um, for two things. One, helping me set this interview up. I really very much deeply appreciate that. And and two, as I did research, the fact that you started uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes Softball, um, you were the national director and, and, and pretty much started that organization. I just say thank you for that because I I don't think until you know you get to heaven, people are going to come to you and say, hey, because of that organization, Bob, I'm here. And I, I don't think you'll ever know the amount of people that, that you've touched, Bob, because of that organization. So thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, we don't know how many people we've touched uh, for the Lord until we get to heaven. Amen. I would assume. You're right. I mean, people; those people are going to greet us and thank us, hopefully. Well, in reading that article in in Diamond Legends, you know, Bob Pinto said, look, I felt the Holy Spirit calling me. And, you know, it it was basically a a few clicks where it took to spark the beginning of FCA's softball ministry. As an Evan fan, longtime prep college softball coach, Bob discovered that FCA didn't have a ministry specifically focused on the game that he loved. And then he, you know what, felt the Holy Spirit calling him, and sure enough, here it is. And he started and with with help. And I'll tell you what, when you look at the first couple of people that he got to to get involved, one in fact um, is is a a former faith in the zone. She's been uh, she's been on the show, um, and and I can tell you when you look at the, at the rest, it's like holy cow, Leah uh, D- uh, Leah D'Amico, I believe is her name. She was part of this. And uh, she was a great guest early on here on Faith in the Zone. Hey, Bob, um, coaching now at, at Liberty as an assistant coach and doing the things you do on campus, um, I, when you guys were in Florida, I don't know if you thought that that uh, going to Liberty was, was uh, the best idea, but once you got on campus, you liked it, right? 
Oh, campus, uh, Liberty University is amazing. You can feel the Holy Spirit there. Uh, to- very blessed, blessed to be able to coach at a, um, a Christian university where you can share your faith and not have to worry about <laughs> being fired. Because um, we, we know coaches all over the country that have that fear every day. Um, so, yeah, it's, hey. it's amazing there. And Doc can, got, Doc can um, uh, she can give you more on that. But, yeah, we, we, it is unbelievable there. So, no question. Very blessed there. You know, if you listen to Faith in the Zone each week, we've had on some some really st- strong Christians and national guys like Tony Dungy and and Bobby Bowden and and Pastor Daryl Strawberry and 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 other than Dick Bennett, who was a Wisconsin basketball coach, and I coached basketball for thirty six years, I don't get nervous to do this show. And the more research I did, again, when you talk about the greatest softball player in the history of our country. Dot Richardson's in that conversation, which is a really big deal. We are now joined by Dot Richardson. Dot, how are you today? <laughs> Very blessed. Excited to be on the show. Uh, thank you so much. And I, we didn't talk about this before uh, before we started. Um, can I call? Should I call you Doctor Richardson or Dot or Dorothy? What what shall I call you? Uh, Dot is fine. Thank you very much. You bet. So, Dot, um, at the age of 13, right? Third, I didn't know where my socks were when I was 13. You were a member of, <laughs> yeah, I, look, I, I'm looking at this, and at the age of 13, was a member of the Orlando Rebels, part of the Amateur Softball Association of America, became the youngest player to ever to play in the ASA Women's Fast Pitch National Championships. And, Dot, before I get into this, I have to I have to tell you this story, and I've told it before, but I do a segment for a TV show here as well uh, called Around the Corner. And we were in, we'd go all over the state of Wisconsin, and I would pick a one-minute segment on, on a sports story from that community. And Fort Atkinson, Wisconsin, had a really good fast pitch softball uh, team. And I think they won state that year, and I went out, and the girls were very nice to me, Dot, until I said this, who's the all-state pitcher? And the girl raised her hand, and I said, why don't you warm up, because I'm going to take you deep. And she <laughs> said, excuse me? I said, warm up. Here we go. You better bring a lot of balls. And, Dot, I have to tell you, I'm not a great athlete, but I'm not bad. I played a lot of hardball, played a lot of uh, softball, played. I got good eye-hand coordination. And she got on the mound, and these girls that were so nice to me, and once they got out in the field, they were like, all right, you know, the, the catcher said, hey, outfield, come on in. We have no hitter here. I go, are you kidding me? Hey, Don, I never saw the first pitch. I never saw it. And the catcher caught it, and I went, well, that's a ball. That was outside. She goes, are you out of your mind? That was right down the middle. And I thought, uh-oh. <laughs> Oh, no, I'm 100% Irish, Dot, and I, I, obviously I talked a little too much smack. I gained so much respect for the game that you love at that moment. I hit one pitch, to, a grounder to the second baseman, and the pitcher got mad. I said, what are you mad at? She said, I don't want you touching any of my stuff, pal. So, hey, Dot, I thank you so much, and, and I could not believe how hard it was to hit. And then I watched a bunch of video on you here this weekend. You had no issue with that, did you? Well, as all of us are aware, the hardest thing to do in sports, scientifically speaking, is to hit a moving object with a moving object. And in the sport of softball and baseball, the other team's cheating, right? Because there's eight other people out there to try and field the ball that you do manage to hit. So I would say, you know, hitting over 300 in my career uh, was pretty successful. Um, The failure around the game, you know, some people say, well, you failed seven out of 10 times. That is a lot. Uh, but our, in our sport, 
you know, being successful, three out of 10 is pretty special. It's, and it, I've had moments where you have great, you know, outings where you're just on fire and you're seven for seven or whatever it might be, but love the sport. God gave me gifts in athletics. I knew it when I was a little girl, there was no doubt about it. I felt his pleasure and his uh, presence, you know, just when you're given a gift, whatever it might be, uh, and the Lord has given it to you, you just feel it, you know it. And, uh, you know, the destiny was to show it to the world. Hey, Dad, this this uh, sport that, that you obviously at an early age were, were exceptional at has really, it's brought you around the world, you know, to, to, to go play softball in the places that you've had a chance to go play. It's just been an incredible career, and I, 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 I can't wait till the last segment and I can ask you that question that I teed you guys up on. But, uh, you know, the amount of, of places around the world that you've seen and got a chance to go play softball is just incredible. Well, Bob and I were just talking about that today. We were hitting tennis balls to each other um, out on the court, um, and it was just so funny. When we were in the elevator, I was just saying, wow, how blessed. Um, you know, my life has been, and when you look at that, since 17 years of age, it was my first USA team, and we went to San Juan, Puerto Rico, and won a gold medal at the first ever Pan American Games to host our sport, and I've been all over the world, as you said, uh, Japan twice, China, Taiwan, New Zealand, Australia five times, Venezuela, Puerto Rico, Holland, England, Canada, Argentina, Italy, uh, just playing for the United States, and so many people said it could never happen. And just trusting the gifts uh, that God had given me and the opportunities. I wasn't worried about what people thought. Just was worried about, you know, I just feel so alive doing it and uh, closer to the Lord doing it. Hey, Dot, when, when you were that young and, and, and traveling and playing against, you know, grown women at, at that point, no intimidation for uh, coming from you? You just went out and played? Well, when I was a little girl, girls were not allowed to play organized sports. And uh, so when I was discovered in baseball, because that's what I wanted to be, because my brothers played baseball, I wanted to be a baseball, major league baseball pitcher. Um, before my brother's little league game, a coach saw me firing a fastball, breaking in my older brother's uh, new catcher's mitt. And he asked me to play on his little league team, but I would have had to disguise myself as a boy. And just as a side note, he said, well, we'll have to call, cut your hair really short and give you boy thing. We're going to call you Bob. <laughs> so I know that God has a sense of humor because yes. I married a Bob years later. Um, but I said, sir, thank you. No, thank you. If I have to hide who I am, I just didn't feel it's right, which is amazing when I look back at it because I wanted to play so badly. But 30 minutes later with a friend of mine playing baseball catch on another field, another coach saw me and t- asked me to take a few ground balls at third base. Um, and it was a softball team. And as I'm firing a softball around, the infield just felt right. It felt right. I was with other, you know, girls, women. And she'd asked me how old I was. When I told her I was 10, she almost died. The average age of that women's travel ball team, um, it's called the Class A team, just below women's majors, uh, was uh, 22. So mom and dad said yes. And I played third base, leadoff batter for the Union Park Jets. And few years later, became the youngest girl ever to play women's major ball with the Orlando Rebels. Hey, was your was your dad or mom a, a big athlete, and, and did they take you to the park and hit ground balls all the time, or, or was this something that you kind of did on your own? 
Well, both my mom and dad were very athletic. My mom didn't have a lot of experience, and my dad always said she ran faster than him. She was a head cheerleader. He played football and baseball, basketball. He did it all. Supposedly, he still has those records up in upstate New York and Honeyoy. And, um, but, you know, dad um, and, you know, just really much did a lot with my brothers, and I always followed them. So I have an older brother and a younger. And just sports came very natural to me swimming, you name it, you know, just, I love to run, climb trees with a ball. Even now I want to pick it up. I want to bounce it. I want to throw it. I want to shoot it, you know, I want to hit it. And, um, I play Bob and out, we're, we're out there hitting tennis balls, each other, but just felt alive doing it, but it was very frustrating. So at night, when I said my prayers as a little girl, I asked the Lord, why did you give me such talent with no opportunity? Like I wasn't allowed to play organized sports. Now, I remember the boys didn't have a problem with me. They picked me first, even above <laughs> my brothers. My older brother's three years older, but they picked me first for pickup games after school. But I just couldn't play organized sports. And then Title IX came a year after I accepted the role on the Union Park Jets. And by that time, softball had captivated me and, and opened a lot of doors, and I felt right about it. So um, in high school, I played volleyball, basketball, softball, track and field, tennis. Just loved them all, but it was softball that got me a, a great education, a full ride to UCLA, and um, unbelievable. And then, wow, a graduate assistant at Adelphi Medical School, University of Louisville, then my orthopedic residency program at USC in Southern California. Yeah, hey guys, and, you know all of this stuff that we're talking about, and she's an orthopedic surgeon as well. And I've known a few in my day, by the way. Dot, just so you know, and I probably won't uh, take any time of faith in the zone to ask you a couple of questions on this knee surgery that uh, they told me I was going to need, but maybe one day I'll ask you about it. Hey, Bob, when you guys are out hitting the uh, tennis ball, um, if you were to play a game, who would win? <laughs> he, he told me not to get mad. Hey, hey, hey Bob, now remember, we're on faith in the zone, Mr. Pinto. Don't be like. no lying. I'm not going to, I'm going to plead the fifth because I can't. <laughs> that, <laughs> would, how about this? That would win. It'd be a good match. That's for sure. I would hate. Oh my God. I was hitting the ball out of the court. It's, you know, it's been a long time, but we're going to get better at it. I would, uh, when you guys decide you're going to play a game, let me know. I'll, I'll promote it and sell the tickets and I'll come watch. That's for sure. <laughs> he is Bob Pinto along his, alongside his wife, Dot Richardson. And we're going to continue. We're going to ask them to share their testimonies. Don is the head softball coach at Liberty, and the third segment, we're going to talk about that process. She didn't know where Liberty was. She was down in the Florida area, down where my brother Tim is in that Tarpon Springs area, I believe, when they when the call came and the Lord leading her there. And we'll get to that in the third segment, fourth segment. I'm going to ask both Bob and Dot, all the teams they've coached or played on, and since they were little kids, if they could take one jersey out and put it back on and play one more time, with that team, what team would it be and who would they play against? We'll find that out in the last segment. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. More now of Faith in the Zone, discovering people in sports and their walk in faith. 
Faith in the Zone is brought to you by... Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Brookside Baptist Church. Back with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. Thanks a lot for joining me and, and us. Um, we are joined by Bob Pinto and his wife, Dot Richardson. Dot is the head uh, head coach, head softball coach at Liberty University. And if you don't know Dot Richardson, look her up. Just go ahead and Google her. And Google Bob Pinto. Google both of them, and you'll understand together how much, how much sweat equity they've put into the game of softball. If you are a player here in the state of Wisconsin, around the country, because I know there are a number of people throughout the country that listen to Faith in the Zone, and you believe that you or you believe your daughter or granddaughter, for that matter, is a Division I softball player, and they could play at the level of liberty and understand that this, uh, this university, this softball program is not what it used to be. When I read that Dot Richardson decided to leave Claremont, Florida, her and Bob decided we will. We're being led to take this program. This program was not where it is today. It's a whole different program, and uh, you can go, you know Google Liberty Softball and take a look at some of the things that they're doing. Some of the 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 things that they have as far as the locker rooms and and the field is just incredible. Hey, um, Bob, when Dot came to you and said, "Hey, I got a call from the athletic director at Liberty University, who wants to talk to us about me coming and being the head." softball coach there what was your first reaction uh, i said we need to go <laughs> it's a god thing wow 
That's yeah, incredible. I, I didn't hesitate. <laughs> I love yeah, that. He did not hesitate. That's how we knew it was a God thing as well. Man, hey, and and Dad, you were um in in Claremont, Florida. You were you were working in a hospital. You were executive director of that hospital. Yeah, I was an executive executive director hired by South Lake Hospital to run the National Training Center, right? A three hundred acre sports health and education <laughs> campus. And uh, I've been approached to run for um, mayor, county commissioner, and. I talked to Bob and he was like, there had been a change in my role at the hospital and um, was to form a not-for-profit to run the softball venue that I had raised money to build. And uh, I was like, okay, Lord, what do you have in store for me? Right. And when I was approached, Bob and I said, well, what about County Commissioner? And when I went back to that group, they said, hey, Dot, if you like uh, politics, we want to support you to run for U.S. Senate for the state of Florida. So I knew that the Lord was leading me into politics, right? So at night, I gave, gave it all in prayer to the Lord. How can I serve you more? Heavenly Father, whatever it is, just make it perfectly clear. I'm all yours. Wherever you want me, you know, I'll go. And the next morning at 9 o'clock, I get a phone call from the athletic director at Liberty University. And he had said he's looking for a softball coach because the previous coach had retired. Someone who has a name in the game who could bring some instant credibility to the program. And I said, sir, where is Liberty University? <laughs> and he said, Lynchburg, Virginia, in the Blue Ridge Mountains, and we are the largest Christian university in the world. And right then and there, the Lord put on my mind and heart the prayer I had that, the night before. How many times do we pray and we forget what the prayer was, yep. right? But not this time. Incredible. And so... And we ended up um, continuing to talk a little bit. And and at the end of the conversation, I said, uh, sir, you may not realize this. I have never head coached in college before. And he said, we realize that, but we feel the Lord is leading us to you. Unbelievable. So I went back to Bob and told Bob, and he's like, we got to do this. It's a God thing. And they flew us up. You know, flew us to Lynchburg right away. We saw the university in a very humble beginning. Uh, in fact, uh, our offices and the coach, the players' lounge and locker room and umpire room were all in a double-wide trailer, an old double-wide trailer. And the field was like a rec field. Uh, the dugouts were, I found out later, they were put together with cinder blocks from the coaching staff and the grounds crew. And it was just a humble, humble beginning. And I remember when, for the first time, after accepting the position, Bob, myself, and our uh, other assistant coach, uh, when we walked in, I was smiling. And they said, what are you smiling about? I said, well, this is like a deja vu. Like when I first went to UCLA, they had construction going on, and I walked into a trailer to meet the head coach, Sharon Backus, at the time. And I go, is the Lord foreshadowing what he's going to do, you know, with this program? Like when I first went to UCLA, we won the first NCAA championship when I was there and 11 followed. So God, whatever it is, you know, we're here and training champions for Christ is all that Liberty stands for. 
Amen so much for that. I, I, I thank you so much for, for talking us through that. And I, I love the fact that, that Bob Pinto, just your husband said, you know, it's a God thing. Let's go. Let's go take a look. Guys, second segment of Faith in Zone, we always ask our guests to share their testimony. And, and Bob, I'd like to start with you. If you could share your testimony um, with us, I would appreciate that. Of course. Um, well, like I said earlier, I grew up Catholic. I wasn't following the Lord. And then, uh, you know, that, that went on for oh, many years of my life. And, and then I met Doc. We got married, 2001, and I was not going to church. Doc wanted to go to church, so I said, after I don't know how how long it was, it wasn't right away though. I, I finally said, yeah, I'll go with you. I didn't want to be that husband, you know, <laughs> right. makes his wife go to church alone. Um, so we went to a Methodist church because Doc grew up Methodist in in Claremont there, and I really started enjoying it. That was in 2001. Um, very rarely do things uh, like this transformations happen overnight. So, you know, several years had gone by, and what really—it's a long—it's a long story. You know, it involves my father and him moving to Oklahoma with another with a woman, and my parents were divorced years before that. Um, and I'm an only child, so my dad um, was in Oklahoma. We got a phone call one day. He was in the hospital. He had a heart attack, and we had to go out there for his, uh, I think it was quadruple bypass. Bypass, yeah. yeah bypass surgery. So Don and I were in a, waiting for that in a waiting room. He got through that. Uh, and then a couple months later, he uh, was back in the hospital. They called me, and I went out. You know, They said he's, he's uh, not responding. So I went out there. A friend of mine came with me. And uh, he was in a nursing home on a respirator, but he had, you know, he had, he could not communicate just laying there. Uh, only being, his life was only, uh, he was only alive because of the respirator. And he was a do not resuscitate. I don't know what happened there, but that's another story. Uh, so I had to make that decision. My father's going to, you know, put him out of, uh, of the pain he was in. And so I made that decision. It was very difficult, and it was just him and I in the room, and that's when I realized he has nothing. He came into the world with nothing, and he's leaving with nothing. He actually had a negative in his bank account. Oh. I found out. Excuse me. I found out later, and I thought, man, what is this all about? And that's when you know it really, God really grabbed me and said, uh, it's time to you know start living for me. So. That's what happened. It took wow. that kind of um, event to change my heart. <laughs> and did that affect Bob? Because next thing I knew, he was all in to studying the Word. Uh, he even took a seminary uh, program online, and he was ordained as a, a minister through uh, his phone. You know, Bob, there there are times, and in, 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 grew up on the east side of Milwaukee, 100% Irish, right? I'm that tough guy that got in fights, got beat up all the time. I'd never cry. I have tears flowing down my, my cheek with your testimony because when you start by saying, I didn't want to be that guy that made his wife go to church, um, but I was that guy too. You know, I was, my wife would, would get the kids ready to go to church and she'd leave and I'd, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd pop open a Miller Lite and call my bookie and you know, let's get some some action on these NFL games. 
And I don't even know who that guy was. I don't even know who he, I don't know that guy anymore. And like you, it took me a while. It, it's not overnight. It's not this thing that just all of a sudden, look, we're great guys, you know? So right. thank you for, you know, through your father's death, you know, you were born again, which is incredible to me. So thank you for sharing yeah, yeah. that. I never thought of it. Never thought of it like that. Yeah. Then my father would die for me to be born again. That's Amen. Good. I'll have to use that. Yes, sir. You you bet. Hey, I, I so thank you for that. And I don't I don't know what it is, Dot. I don't know when I became this guy that cries at stories, but boy, oh boy, that story hit really, really home with me. And Bob, thank you for that. Dot, if we, if I can ask you to share your testimony as well. Well, when I was a little girl, very young, I always knew the Lord and why, because he was so evident in our family, particularly my mom. Uh, she loves the Lord with all of her heart, mind, soul, strength, you name it. I could see her work and his love in her from not just raising us as children, but with other people. And I remember my first Bible uh, was that big children's thick Bible. You know, it's about two yeah. inches thick with a brown cover. Um, and I would be reading to my uh, friend Mark, who was five. I remember reading about King Solomon and the, the two moms that claimed the baby, right? Um, and he said to cut it in half, and the real mom said, no, here, give it away. You remember? It's like, sure. um, I just I just knew the Lord at a very young age and felt this joy in my life, you know, that I just knew was the Holy Spirit. Uh, became baptized. Um, we were obviously as children, but I um, elected to get baptized when I was about 12, you know, around 12 years of age. However, I was consumed so much with the passion of sport and dealing with the world. You know, there's three major temptation categories we know. One is of the world, two is flesh, and three is demonic, satanic, you know. And for me, it was really about the world, accomplishing things and finally giving the green light to compete and just being swallowed by that. And so, um, but during, you know, college, we go to FCA you know, meetings, you know, now and then, um, but really became very secular, not denying the Lord, but just knowing he loves me and I love him. And I can tell you, it really wasn't until um, the day I got back from a speech that, um, you know, Bob, because I still had questions, right? Um, sure. And Bob said, hey, we got to go to this new church. Now, remember, this is a husband who wouldn't go to church with right. me. And I might have guilted him. I just said, I never thought I'd be that wife that would go to church alone. Um, but it, but the Lord grabbed him with all that happened. Well, he said, we got to go to this new church, this church, a non-denominational, and it's called Real Life. And I tell you what, when I walked in there, I just felt the Holy Spirit just overwhelming me. And the talk was Ken Ham oh, talking sure. about answers in Genesis. Oh, my gosh, I was on fire again. And it was like, why are we not sharing this with our five, six, seven, eight-year-olds, you know, giving them the answers that are found in Genesis to a secular world who's denying God, who says that there's no way, you know, that uh, the Bible is truthful, when the reality is that we know that prophecy is a testimony of Jesus Christ, that the Bible is inerrant, infallible, and the inspired Word of God, how do we know it? Challenges from all over cannot deny its accuracy. And so for me, that kind of lit another fire. And then going to Liberty University, I think as much as I felt it was Bob and I going there to help bring kids closer to the Lord, 
it brought us even closer. And I, oh my gosh, when COVID hit, you want to know the, the testimony for me is I knew when COVID hit that the Holy Spirit just indwelled me so much to drive me to study the book of Revelation. And, you know, the second script line in the, the script of the scripture of the book of Revelation says, he who reads and heeds will be blessed. Unbelievable blessings. I wanted to make sure that as I understood the prophecy, which, you know, the Bible is almost a third of the Bible is about prophecy, that Jesus fulfilled all 300 prophecies of the coming Messiah. Um, you know, there's about 1,800 in the uh, left about his second coming, but 500 are the only ones that are left for him to fulfill. That's it. But in saying all this, I realized I wanted to share this with my team, that when the rapture happens, I want to make sure that if any of my players are left behind, that they understand the prophecy in the Bible. And long story short, I knew I had to start at the beginning as though they were atheists. So I would have Bible study for the first time I was holding it for our team. And it was about how do we know that God exists? How do we know? And then I thought, how can I read the Bible if they don't believe that it's true? So how do we know what's the evidence that the Bible is inerrant, infallible, and the inspired word of God? How can I talk about Jesus as the Messiah who says, I am the Son of God, the Son of Man who's come to take away the sins of the world? Well, why, what is he saving us from? You know, how do we know he's who he says he is? Oh, my gosh, let me just tell you, it was unbelievable um, how the, the Holy Spirit just took over. And our kids were so, they're on the edge of their seats, and they said, Coach, thank you so much for answering questions that I've always had. How old is the world? And how do we know the theory of evolution is totally wrong? It cannot be that creation is the answer. And I'm an orthopedic surgeon. I'm a scientist, you know, and you look at all of it, and it's so clear. But Amen. we need to be bold. We need to be bold and share these with everyone. And I hope all your listeners are getting fired up to say, man, the Bible tells us what's going to happen. We shouldn't be shocked at what's happening in the world. The Bible says what was once right will be considered wrong, and what was wrong will be accepted as right. Um, you know, we also studied angelology, and I brought in, I started studying uh, Satanology with the team. you got to know who your opponent is, yes, right? You, do. you have to know. You, you, it's what is Satan's strategy? Let's not fall into it. Jesus said, you're either for me or against me. You know, it's not lukewarm. It's not like, well, today I'm with Jesus, and tomorrow I'm in the world and with Satan, you know? it's Amen. I'm getting fired up, as you can tell. Yeah, well, so, hey, hey, um, that, we, we have to get to a break, but I have to tell you this, that I owe Ed Gomes lunch, dinner, I, whatever he wants for introducing me to you guys. This I have goosebumps on my arm. She is Dot Richard, her husband, Bob Pinto, Bob and I, you heard his testimony, it brought tears to my eyes, and then you listen to Dot Richardson, I would run through a wall for her. I'm a grandfather of five grandsons, I can't run through any wall, but if she's my coach, I'm running through the wall for these two. I'm telling you, we're going to get to a break. Other, through, go ahead. Let's run through the wall for Christ. Amen. Amen to that. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we've got sh a short two more segments. That last segment, uh, you know the you know the question. I can't wait to hear the answers on that. We'll get back. 
Uh, on the other side of the break, Bob Pinto and his wife, Dot Richardson, will continue with them. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone, an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Bayview Shade and Blind. Here are your hosts, Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Kellner, only on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, and our guest I, again, I cannot thank Dr. Ed Gomes enough and, and Bob Pinto for, for setting this up. Bob, thank you so much. We are joined by Bob Pinto and his wife, Dot Richardson. The, when you talk about the greatest softball players in the in the history of the, sta- of the country, in the history of the country, Dot Richardson is in that conversation. I, she's number one in my view, but, uh, you know, who am I? But I'm telling you, she's in the conversation being the greatest, the GOAT. Greatest of all time. Hey, Bob, when you talked about your your testimony and you talked about, and, and Dad said, hey, Bob said, I want to go to this church, and Ken Ham was there, That for you to say, I want to try this church, had to be something out of the norm for you, and that had to be a God thing, right? Yeah, oh, well, <laughs> yeah, all of that's God is uh, God at work, that's for sure. And like I said, we're at the Methodist Church, and I heard about this other church. People were talking about it all over Claremont, and, you know, that was away one uh, Saturday, I think, uh, one weekend, and I thought to myself, I'm going to go because they had a Saturday night service as well, non-denominational, like God said, so I went, and I thought, wow, this is uh, this is amazing, because, you know, I had, I had learned— before that, it's not about religion. It's about a relationship. And I'm not, it's not bashing any denominations or anything. Right. But, um, you know, I just felt more comfortable out of a denomination and into a church that really just focused on Christ and God, you know, as opposed to rituals and stuff. So. Well, you know, hey, guys, when I went to this Baptist church and, and they said, hey, open up the book and let's get over to the book of Ephesians. And, and I was like, wait, what? Because when I was at a Catholic grade school, high school, especially the grade school, they'd say, Mr. McGivern, here's the Bible. Don't open it. We'll tell you what's in it, but carry it with this arm under here, and you walk straight, and you carry it when we tell you to carry it. So I had no idea what was in it, because they were telling me all, well, this is a fable, and this isn't true, and this, and I was like, okay. but And then all of a sudden, it's now go to the book of Ephesians, and we're going to try to put the full body of armor on every day. And I'm like, that's in there? Where's that? I didn't know that. Hey, I, I just love that dot when when uh, doing some research and and I have to tell you, I, I love this quote and I'm not going to read the entire quote, but this is what what Dot Richardson said: Conquering death, he paid it all for us so that we can truly live in freedom, truth, and everlasting eternal life with God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I believe in Him, I trust Him, and I live because of Him and for Him. He has my heart and soul. When I read that, Dad, I just um, it, it jumps off the page to me. And when you say, "Look, I I I live because of him and for him," I think it's just a great quote. And and I, when you start talking to some players or potential recruits, and these are the things that you say to them, 
how open are the players and the families for them to come and and be able to 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 sit with you and play, learn about softball, but learn more about Christ in in your program? Well, we are definitely different. I think Liberty University is for everyone, but some people may not think it is for them. You don't have to be a Christian to go to Liberty, but you're going to hear about Jesus Christ. So when I talk to recruits, I let them know where we stand. Uh, They know we're one of the largest Christian universities in the world. And uh, to talk about the Liberty Way, what is that? There's no drinking, you know, there's no drugs, no smoking, no, um, you know, vaping, not even marijuana, you know, if it's legal somewhere else. But the point I'm getting at is I just, can you find it? Yeah, I mean, you know, you're going to go off campus or you're going to fight people that are going to engage in those behaviors. But when they do, um, they know they're breaking the Liberty Way. Um, We want to honor the Lord. And I think there's we're all in different walks of our relationship with the Lord. I've had some players that didn't know God at all. And my response, well, he knows who you are. Do you want to get to know him more? Um, But really... You know, it's about using the gifts God's given you, and Liberty University gives you that platform. I have a couple of recruits right now that are transferring in, and they are on fire for the Lord. Amen. They want to be spiritual leaders, right? Um, And I have a number on our team like that, and then I have others that are just like, they just learned the Lord's Prayer. I had another one didn't know Christ, got to know Him. She got baptized uh, after she accepted Him as her Lord and Savior, but it's Bob always told me we can't bring people to Christ. It's really the Holy Spirit. But what we can do is be witnesses. And they people look at us and realize we're different. What makes us different? And that's our love for God and love for people. Yeah, and biblically we are to be peculiar because that's what the Bible says. She is Dot Richardson, her husband Bob Pinto, and and I wish we had three hours on this show, but we do not. So we're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we will ask these two, and I'll start with Bob, all the uniforms you've ever put on as a coach or a player. Pick one out of the closet. What uniform do you pick, and who do you play against, and why? And we will get the answers from Bob and Dot on the other side. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. Back to Faith in the Zone, a journey on how people in sports walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Here are hosts Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner. Only on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. And I very rarely do this, guys. I'm going to ask if, if sometime in the future, if I can, if we can do a second show, because I've got three pages of questions I have for both of you that I just haven't gotten to. Um, Bob Pinto and Dot Richardson. So I'm hoping that maybe one dear day in the near future um, that we can have you back on Faith in the Zone. And the next time you see Ed Gomes, would you tell him that I said I owe him dinner for this introduction? Yes. Oh, he'll love that. Yeah. Ed, Ed likes to get people by. Well, and I'm buying. I owe it to him, for That is for sure. <laughs> hey, Bob, let's start with you. Of all the teams that you played on when you were a little kid to all the teams you've coached and you've coached 
1982, so a lot of softball. If you could take one uniform out of that closet, either play or coach one more time with that team, who would it be and who would you play against? Well, one, one, can I do one coaching and one playing? Yes, so I'm going to say the playing was, um, I used to, we used to play uh, organized flag football yep. and I was the quarterback back in the nineties. Okay. And, uh, I used to, I love that. I missed that. A friend of mine from Connecticut, we talk about those days all the time. He was one of my wide receivers. So I'd put that uniform back on if I could throw the ball again, but uh, I don't think I could. And then coaching, it would be a team called the Stanford Wildcats from Connecticut. We started that travel ball team and um, it just has a special place in my heart because everything after that, you know, my career, a lot of it was because of the Wildcats. And and then that's how I met Doc, coaching the Wildcats. So man, (laughs) that's uh, that team's important. Man, I, hey, I I would snap the ball for you on that flag football thing. I I don't think I can catch much anymore, but I would snap and I'd block as hard as I could. And the and the Wildcats, I I, I love that. So, Dot, you know, I I can't imagine the amount of uh, uniforms that you've put on in your life. It's it's if it's a thousand, it wouldn't surprise me. But I can I, you can only pick one out and play for that team one more time. What, what uh, uniform would you pick? Well, here's my dream. God willing. To be taking Liberty softball to the College World Series, play in the championship game, defeating Oklahoma, the University of Oklahoma, with a packed crowd, becoming the champions and being interviewed, and while being interviewed, give God the glory, and then... We're raptured on ESPN national TV. <laughs> hey, I'm t- if you get in that, I'm telling you, I am getting. I, I I'm going to sit and watch that TV, and I'm going to say, "Baby, to my wife, come hold hands because we're leaving here in a minute." So let's let's go and <laughs> and do that. Hey, hey, Dot. Um, we just have one minute, and that's a great answer. As a player, it, was there a game when you played? You know, in the Pan, I don't know, Pan American or the Olympics that you think, man, if I could get that back, maybe it was the best. Maybe it was because that first gold medal that you won, or when you were playing as a younger person, that a game that you 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 wish you'd get back to maybe get a chance to win. Um, is there a game that that sticks out to you? Well, I've been very blessed because we've won a lot of them. Yep. So if uh, you picked one jersey, without a doubt, it'd be playing for the United States of America. Amen. Very humbling experience. The '96 and 2000 Olympics, standing on the gold medal podium, is like none other. Uh, you can look at all the national championships. I think I've been in over 15 of them, and the NCAA championships, but when you play for your country, you're playing for, you know, so much more. uh, And that without a doubt would be a uniform that I would put on in a heartbeat. And uh, it'd be fun just on a side note to be playing against Japan. Who's beaten us twice in the past Olympics uh, to say, Hey, I'm back. And I, I, hey, if you wanted to try it, I could probably get that lined up for you. (laughs) She is Dot Richardson. And Bob Pinto, I guys, I can't thank you enough. Again, when 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 I read this quote, I believe in him, I trust him, I live because of him and for him. He has my heart and soul. She's the head coach 
Bob is an assistant coach at Liberty University. Guys, if, if you're listening to this and you've got a daughter or granddaughter, or if you're this player and you're a Division One quality ba- uh, softball player and you think maybe Liberty's a place for you, go Google Liberty University softball. Take a look at where they've progressed to. This is this is a national power, and I'm telling you, when Dot says, I, I dream about maybe getting to the softball World Series, getting the finals against Oklahoma, I don't doubt her. I just think, you know, maybe it's a year, maybe it's two, maybe it's five. I don't doubt these two because they have done this, and they are winners, that's for sure. Hey, Bob, thank you so much. Dad, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. Uh, You're welcome. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you as well. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. You've been listening to Faith in the Zone with hosts Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner. You can hear Faith in the Zone every Sunday at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. To find past shows, exclusive podcasts, or to contribute with an inside tip on a guest, simply go to faithinthezone.com. Faith in the Zone is an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Join us again next Sunday for Faith in the Zone, right here on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm just a nobody, trying to tell everybody all about somebody who saved my soul. Ever since you rescued me, you gave my heart a song to sing. I'm living for the world to see, nobody but Jesus. I'm living for the world to see, nobody but Jesus. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles. And Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. 
The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.